0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside sources. Inside sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome back everyone. It is great to be with you today and Focus on uh, the principles, the things that matter most, the things that can actually roll us forward in a positive way here in our community, across the state and around the country. And especially as we drive towards the July 4th holiday, Independence Day coming up over the weekend, uh, we've been talking a lot about those founding principles, those founding documents and the founding fathers in terms of uh, what they did, where their role is uh, and putting all of the politics of it aside, uh, because I think so many of these things are not left or right. Uh, they're simply American. uh, was really thrilled today to have uh, at Deseret.com a, uh, a powerful piece uh, on this very topic by Tad Callister. Uh, Tad Callister uh, wrote this piece called The Founding Fathers, Heroes or Villains? Uh, he's a former emeritus uh, general authority for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and someone who spent a lot of time studying uh, the founders and the founding documents. He's one of the great teachers and instructors, just uh, really one of the great minds and a real treasure here in the state of Utah. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank, thank you, Boyd. It's nice to be with you. And I'm just sorry my mother couldn't hear that introduction. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll ha- I'll have Kellyanne <laughs> save that for us. and. uh, <laughs> uh well, this uh, this piece that uh, that you wrote uh, in the uh, Deseret News today, uh, again, founding fathers, heroes or villains? Obviously, there's been a lot of debate about that uh, over the last little while. Uh, you have a really interesting perspective in terms of how we should be judging the founders. Tell us about that.
2: Well, I I had an interesting conversation with Ted Stewart, who's a federal court judge here in Utah, and he. Teaches college students, and he said a number of them would criticize the uh, founding fathers, which seems to be in vogue today. And then he said, if you judge them by today's standards of equality and justice, maybe they do fail. They, you know, own slaves. They didn't really fight to give women's rights. But then he makes a very significant point. He said, the problem with judging them by today's standards is that if it weren't for those imperfect founding fathers and the sacrifices they made and the charter documents which they established, there'd be no current enlightened standards of equality and justice to judge them by, and I thought how, how true that is, that the reason the critics can criticize and protest and run for office and exercise religion or irreligion is for one reason only, because the Founding Fathers made
1: it possible. Yeah, and, I, and I, I love that point. Uh, in fact, I love that point so much I, uh, I, I used it in one of my columns this week. <laughs> uh, oh, good. Because it is, we have so many who, you know, so resoundingly criticize the founders or they, you know, they have the big protest. Uh, but were it not for those founders, they would not even be able to do that.
2: It's so true. And the Savior gave a good test for, for knowing truth. He said, if the fruit's good, the tree's good. And if the liberties are good that we have, which they are, then the tree from which they came, the founding fathers, must be good also.
1: Yeah, that, that's so important. One of the other things I, I love that you got to in your piece uh, is is this idea that you know this was not a one, uh, this was a. I always say America happens within the parentheses of a crazy idea. Uh, and what those founders were going after was like well beyond a crazy idea. It was almost a, a suicide mission.
2: Yeah, It was. And uh, you have to realize they didn't have a standing army or Navy or funds to support them with ammunition or food. And uh, the opposing side had all of that. Yet somehow they knew deep down within their, in themselves that there was a this divine impulse, this divine drive to have this quest for these liberties that we enjoy uh, today—they truly were men of God, and our our doctrine and Covenants tells us that they were they were wise men who God Himself raised up for this very very purpose, and uh, certainly they established an environment in which the gospel of Jesus Christ could be restored to the earth.
1: Yeah. If, if you're just joining us, we have. Uh... Sure. Uh, Tad Callister on the line with us, Emeritus uh, General Authority for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and uh, just a very powerful piece on the founders. And uh, Brother Callister, I know that you've been doing a, a lot of writing, a lot of research of late, uh, I think uh, hopefully culminating in a book before too long that the rest of us can dive into, uh, around the founders and the founding documents. Uh, share with us something that you have learned that maybe surprised you as you've gone through this uh, deep dive into the founders.
2: Well, I think one of the things that surprised me was that um, there's a huge question uh, before the Supreme Court and the courts of the land whether or not freedom of religion should be encouraged in the public sector, whether the government should be neutral on it in the public sector or discourage it. And from the founding fathers, it became clear to me that religion was to be encouraged in the public sector, not a specific religion, but religion in general. And just one of the evidences of that is that the Northwest Ordinance, which was adopted uh, essentially at the same time that the First Amendment was put into effect within a relatively short period of time, says that religion, morality, and knowledge are to be encouraged Mm. in the public schools. And then one of the things is that people often quote Jefferson, who said there was to be a wall of separation between church and state, but they never tell you that Wash, or excuse me, Jefferson himself went to church services wearing all of, of all blazes, the Capitol building, <laughs> that he authorized church to be held in the Treasury building and the Supreme Court, and in his inaugural address, pled to God for his help in his service and ask the people to plead for God's help as well. So if actions speak louder than words, he certainly was endorsing and encouraging prayer and religion in the
1: public sector. Oh, and, and yes, and having that in the public square, I think so much of the debate, as you mentioned, uh, has been, okay, fine, you can do that at home or you can do that in the walls of your church. Uh, just don't bring it into the public square. Uh, But to the founders, that was really the essence of the American experiment, is that you could bring all of that good with you into the public square, regardless of what your belief was.
2: Exactly right. And there was an underlying rationale for it, is because multiple of the founding fathers said the Declaration of Independence and Constitution will not work unless you have a moral people. You cannot have a moral people unless you have religion. And therefore... Religion is important in the public as well as private sector because it teaches the very morals that make the Declaration of Independence and Constitution viable today.
1: Uh, fantastic. Uh, Ted Collister, thank you so much for your insight today. Great piece. If you haven't read it yet on Deseret.com, or we've also posted that onto our KSL Inside Sources Facebook page, uh, you can check it out there as well. Again, thanks for your great insight, your great teaching, uh, and all you do to make a, a difference. Greatly appreciated.
2: Thank you, Boyd. It's been wonderful to
1: be with you. All right. Uh, we will be right back. Final segment coming up. We're going to talk about monuments and a monumental mistake. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.
2: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.